When it comes to EVE Online, every player wants to know the most effective tactic available. You want to know the meta. The meta controls everything. It determines what will and will not happen. Knowing the meta will alter your views, make you question your reality. It might even make you laugh. And now, you're part of it. You're watching The Meta Show. Ladies, gentlemen, welcome. This is The Meta Show for July the 15th, 2023. It has been a good week. It has been a long week. We've had some fun things happening. We've had some not so fun things happening. We've had some feeds, a variety of feeds from all around New Eden. No one has managed to go hungry this week. And I am now 46 years old. Happy birthday to me. Wow. Wednesday. There you go. Right. Pretty cool. You don't look a day under 70. (laughs) I know. I know. I look so good. Oh, yeah. And. I obviously, I had moved the Eve background to make it look really good on my other screen and didn't do it on the main screen. So let me go bring the lovely, lovely, lovely colors of 39P's Keepstar and Satoya into frame there. The joy of what you can do with these new Evermarks. It's pretty amazing. Now, hi guys. How are you? Mark is here. We have Asher, Mr. Asher Elias, the Alliance yeah. Executor for Goon Swarm Federation and the Imperium, here to talk about his one-year anniversary. But in, before that, we have Marky Mark, and I are going to talk about some CCP-related stuff, because mm-hmm. there were some shenanigans that happened this week that I thought you guys would appreciate us discussing things. Asher, before we get to that, uh, the guys are asking, is there going to be a fireside today? No, this is the fireside, and this, I, I'm like welcome. I'm like Dan Snyder. Uh, it's Mr. Asher Elias or Mr. Mr. Asher Elias. Do you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm we're very that, much Dan Snyder right now. You know, listen. I'm glad go. to see that fireside. we're doing the work. I'm glad to see that we're doing the work of reaching out to some of these more junior Alliance executors. As an Alliance executor myself for a couple of years now, seeing guys come around, you know, get their year in, that feels good to me. It feels yeah, good. There to you go. See there a young you go. come yeah. up. You know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's pulled it off. He has managed to grab managed to make a, year. a year. Wow. There you go. Now, to start the show, many of you may have received from CCP their quarterly customer satisfaction survey. It's just kind of one of these things where every quarter they reach out and they say, hey, are you playing Eve? What do you think about it? How do you like this? How do you like that? And one of the things they decided to discuss was Twitch drops. Now, (laughs) since you guys are watching the show on Twitch, I'm going to assume that you know what a Twitch drop is. But for those of you who live in high sec, let me explain what a Twitch drop is. So various games partner with various streamers to allow you to get in-game items by watching the stream. This has been very popular for a lot of games. New World did it when it first came out. It was popular with uh, Sea of Thieves. I know we did it on there. A bunch of other games, Albion Online in particular, has done Twitch drops very creatively. 
And we have, as a streaming community, been asking Eve online, please, can we get some Twitch drops, CCP? And they've been working on it. And they asked, and this is, I think, a good sign because maybe it means we're just a little closer to getting Twitch drops where you guys get rewarded for doing the things you're already doing. We'll get to that in a minute through watching our stream. And they asked, I'm not even kidding, they literally asked this, what would you like to see for free in-game gifts via Twitch drops? And if Eve was to do a Twitch drop, how desirable would each of the following items be? And the list included the things you would expect. It said skins mm. and Plex and yeah. Evermarks and I'm boosters sure. and starter mm -hmm. ship packs and yeah. Titans. Wait, what? Interesting. No, I actually didn't get the survey. Was Titans on there? It was. Yeah. It's literally yeah. the bottom one on the, the question is on your screen right now. This is the actual question cut and pasted from the actual survey. I took the survey. That feels like the joke answer, you know, you put for D when you just don't have a final right. one. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Right. This has to be. The, I mean, this is. Uh, l listen, guys, we're not we're not. We're not getting tights, okay? You you can say that right now. I mean, right? you say that. You uh, say I mean, that. look, I would I, we, listen. My, the whole point of bringing this up is I want to advocate for it. Do you guys understand mm. how many people would be watching the Meta Show? How many people would be watching Rampage Incorporated? How many people would be watching Wormhole Wednesday and Push to Talk and Theta Thursday and all the other sure, shows on INN and the other partner titans. streams? If we got to hand out Titans, if Titans was a thing. I would stream more than every two months if I could do that. Like, right? Uh, Asher, you, you could literally put my wife to sleep every single night the way she likes it, listening to your dulcet tones. Listen, I'm, I'm used to giving your wife it the way she likes it. So, you yeah. know, not, not really, not really unusual. There you me, go. Wait. Mrs. Hang Brisk on. is a huge Smasher Elias fan. You guys know this. Um, and uh, loves to listen of, to his The stream. amount of people who say like that when I stream, they like fall asleep to my voice. I don't know if it's a compliment though. Is that is that really something where you're like, oh, th thanks? Listen, like, I said the same. Don Reyes said the same thing to me. Brisk, I love it when you guys put the Meta Show podcast up early because then I can fall asleep to it. And I'm like, thanks. We have a podcast, Mark. This is a <laughs> professional program. Oh, are we a podcast? We are a podcast. We, we are a YouTube a channel. We are everywhere. Gotcha. Okay. About the yeah. only thing we don't do is TikTok because that's for Check spots. us out on Friendster, MySpace. Friendster, MySpace. Right. Check, yeah. us out, check us out. Put us in your top Download 10 squares. Download us on LimeWire. We had an RSS feed, okay. all kinds of stuff. That's I kind of I I want to see us on TikTok now, though, Brisk. I need to see you doing those, like, uh, right. kind of situations. Little, little dancey I mean. things. I could probably oh, yeah. make that yeah. happen. See? Uh, there you go. Listen. So obviously we're not going to get Titans, but I do appreciate the fact that somebody at CCP thought it would be funny. And I'm hoping that this was kind of like a, I wonder if they're actually reading this kind of thing. I mean, it I'm was just funny. It was very funny. It's pretty funny. Now I, when I ranked these, I put Titans third because I figured nobody's going to do that, but mm -hmm. Plex and skins one and two, obviously, because those are the one, I mean, that, that six is the most desirable. So Plex would be it. Being mm -hmm. able to earn Plex, I think, by watching streams would be amazing, and I hope that that's something that CCP is willing to do. They already do Galnet skins on the CCP channel, which has kind of got a janky back end where poor, poor CCP convict having to hand things out to people. But in the meantime, hey, yeah. you know what? And no, I don't think this was ChatGPT making the survey. I think this was a funny troll from one of the community guys that just left it in there, and then the people that so do the, the, the poll yeah. didn't take it out. 
right? That sounds some to me of the, like the, the people some of the things, have no idea what that yeah. means. Like, you right. know, they don't exactly. What's a Titan? Okay, I guess we can hand that out. Uh-huh. Now, speaking of things that should have been left out but were not, oh yeah, we're moving on to the next thing. Now, you may have seen this today. This was announced earlier today by C- by Eve on Facebook and other places. This is not a scam. Well, it's a scam, but it's not a fake post. This is real. Okay. CCP is apparently partnering with this million pugs uh, thing, this thingy that essentially is an extension on your browser that you stick on there. And every time you go to one of these websites and you buy something, you earn loyalty points through this million pugs thing. And you can eventually, after you get a certain amount, use them to turn them into Plex and Omega time. Now, why would anybody do this? Well, first of all, one, because they don't know any better. And two, because it sounds good. Hey, CCP saying, hey, I can earn Plex for doing the stuff I'm already doing. Well, you know what happens while you are using this extension? Every single thing that you buy with it is being tracked and sold to people to advertise to you better. That is the point yeah. of these programs. They're, they're selling you data for sure. I mean, they won't come out and say it, I'm sure, but they're selling you data. Now, some of the guys in, in, the, uh, in, the, in the Reddit thread that we're talking about this said that the, the amount of money that you're going to have to spend in order to earn enough pugs to get uh, and like a, a month of Omega time is significant. And that doesn't surprise me because that's the way all of these things tend to work. They want you to use them as often as possible, and they're not going to give you a whole ton of credit for it. But, hey, the one thing I will say that annoys me more than anything else about this, and Mark can back me up on this, is is that this is yet again something controversial that has to do with advertising that was not passed by the CSM. No. I read read about this on Reddit today. In fact, I didn't even read about it on Reddit. I saw it linked to me by someone in the push to talk discord because they wanted to know if it was real. And I had never seen this or heard from this. And this was not run by the CSM. We would have told them, I think if they had presented this to us, say, Hey guys, we're going to do this. I'm going to be like, you can do it, but it's a scam and people are going to shit on you for it. Well, and they'll do it anyway. Moreover, we could have told them. I said this before the show too. The worst part for me is that as soon as something like this comes out, people immediately come to us and they're like, well, what the fuck? Right. Because they want they want to know like what are they thinking like what's what's going on behind the scenes here and the worst part is when we're blindsided like this we don't know I mean there's a, what are we supposed to say we sit here looking like a bunch of idiots with our thumbs up our asses because we have no idea so even just a heads up being like hey we're about to do this really stupid thing uh, just so you guys know be aware people are gonna come flame you for it so we could at least yeah. like braced just, just let me but, know. Not even that. Please. Anyway. All right. Now, moving on. Let's get back. So, we've gotten the CCP stuff out of the way. We've actually, we had, this was a pretty solid week for EVE news. And I think the first thing I want to talk about, obviously, is the biggest loot drop that we've seen in New Eden probably since the Hard Knocks Keepstar died, right? In Rage. Certainly outside of a wormhole. Certainly outside of a wormhole happened earlier this week on July the 10th. The Scarcon Fortizar, this was Sunday of last week, the Scarcon Fortizar, which we talked about, 
Gollum, I mean Gobbin's precious. His yeah. his Skarky Fort. Skarky. The Skarky Fort. Oh man. His Skarky Fort was under its final hull timer. We were able to beat them on both. We I was on the fleet that refed the original uh, shield timer. We came back. We had a nice little fight, and we refed it on the armor timer. And then we were expecting the mother of all battles over this final timer, the Skarkon Fort. Why would go? why would we do that, Asher? Could you tell us a little bit about the Skarkon Fort and why we why we thought we were going to get a fight out of this? Well, it's irreplaceable. You know, it's 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 grandfathered in. You, you can't put up another one. Uh, it holds capitals that are also irreplaceable, um, and it it's holding a lot of stuff. Like they did actually evacuate it, um, you know, but it's holding stuff for people that can't retrieve it right now. People who are on vacation, people who are on deployment, you know, people who care about their stuff and presumed it was going to be safe because it had been safe and it had been declared to be very important. And then it was just abandoned, just left left to die. Just abandoned, just left to die. This was, I think, one of the things that we were all shocked about because this was a day we had, we were planning on forming up three hours, or we did, we formed up actually three and a half hours before the structure came out of reinforcement to make sure that we could get our guys on grid fast enough. And Horde was supposedly forming before us, at least half an hour before us. Yeah. And wow. then about an hour before game time, while INN is streaming, Merck and I are on Rampage. We have an audience of close to 500 people. What happens? Well, we get this ping from the old Gabarino. Too many dudes. And then, of course, with the inevitable, what do you say to your guys to make them feel better when everything has just gone ploin-shaped? And that is good form-up. Pardon? Good form-up, guys. What shaped? Ploin-shaped. Is that like pear-shaped? What is ploin-shaped? Ploin, it's like, it's, listen, it's a Warhammer 40k reference. It's ploin. Ploin Uh, Have you been infected as well? I have been infected. Oh, oh, geez. Caiaphas Kane right. says ploin shaped all the time, so I have I've, I have added inserted that into my. I'm sorry, I'm ruining I'm ruining your narrative push here, but so, the anyway, but it's fine. You're allowed to. You're the you're the boss. Listen, he goes good form up, guys, but we're outnumbered by about six hundred to nine hundred. Are you fucking kidding me? First off, that was like that. That was not an accurate assessment. That he he exaggerated how much they were outnumbered by to make it seem in his eyes more acceptable 600 to 900 it was we I, we did have more than him but not not like 300 more than him not even close to that and not only that but they had easy ways to get folks in and yeah. they also had plenty of crab bolts that were already there that they could have used to bulk up the numbers if they needed bodies. I mean, the idea that Horde cannot, in U.S. time zone, form more than 600 people to defend what Gobbins himself has said is critical to their efforts in Pochvin is beyond absurd to me. But that's what happened. And they couldn't get the numbers. So instead of a major fight, which we were hoping for, over an irreplaceable structure packed to the gills with goodies that were all going to drop 
because that's the way Pachman works. It's like Marky Mark's territory. It's great. Whenever it? shit dies, it it's comes in. Awesome. It was pretty mm. awesome. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like I know we're but, gonna talk about the the fight that just happened a little later, but I, I think it's yeah. really useful to compare the two because that EK2 fort that was just fought over, we knew that they had long range dreads. We didn't. Like we knew they had an advantage. And that fort is not important. Like you can ask the boss guys and they will tell you how important that fort is. It's not. It, it, it's a fort in Venal. That's the importance. But it, you know, there's plenty more forts to drop. We went out there and fought over it because it's Saturday. Our guys want to shoot stuff. You know, we were trading even until we decided. You know, we couldn't we couldn't reinforce, and then we lost a bunch of shit on on the Diagra, right? And that's fine. Like, you know, I think everyone with us is happy that we went out and fought. But think about how little, how how unimportant that fort is to us. So strategically non-useful it is to us. We were willing to take, as Asher just noted today. Wait, never mind. I got to get to that later. This is this is the fun one. Where is the? uh, Here it is. This was today's fight. We were willing to take a one, almost one thirty-five to forty-five loss yeah. on a fort that didn't fucking matter, mm. where we were not outnumbered, but we weren't really that. You know, no, that's, we were that's, slightly. Like, that's we about were slightly how much we outnumbered them at Scarcon, right there. Like that's about more of the accurate numbers. About one hundred fifty. We had about right. one hundred fifty on them. We took this fight on a fort that didn't fucking matter. Boss didn't even give a shit about this EK two fort. They don't care. It's all asset safety anyway. Nothing was dropping today. It's just a kill mail. It wasn't even and a mail. We took this, this fight. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't take a fight with similar numbers. Now, Muskie is in the chat saying, You're a liar, Asher. Look at the battle report. There's 999 people on the battle report. Well, if we're going to yeah, go straight you, by what the battle report says, well, let me pull up the battle report for you, and then you can try <laughs> to explain this. Why, if there were 999 people on the battle report, Oh, yeah. well, there were 1,400 people on your side. Yeah, battle reports are accurate. That's, battle yeah. reports are super accurate, aren't I'm they? In, I'm in his fleets. I know how many they have. Like you can, They didn't actually show up so that they couldn't be counted. I counted. I knew how many they had. I knew how many we had. They, they, we had more, I, like I just said, but the, the 900 to 600 thing was not an Correct. accurate summation of the difference. Now, and to be point and to be completely honest, I mean, look, let's let's walk through this. Why do these numbers look the way they look? First of all, one team, a thousand people. There were four hundred and nine goons, two hundred and five initiative, ninety one brave and then a bunch of other folks in the Imperium and elsewise. And then you also had all of the people who once Horde stood down, made their way over there, knowing that this loot pinata was going to drop a bunch of stuff, and they all wanted to get on the kill mail, so they shot at it. Were there a thousand effective dudes there that could have fought? No. Hmm. Obviously not. not. That BR is just not accurate. It doesn't matter. They're just... Right. And then on the other side, these numbers, this number is not even close to accurate, the one that I was mocking uh, Muskie with, because it includes the dead, empty ships of all the people that were in there who had stuff that was dropped that died. Fraternity, 96 people, there was not a single, I don't think I saw a single live fraternity member in that system. Musk, are you it trying to like, own me because I said I was on your fleet talking about Pandemic Horde and you're trying to say I wasn't an FC? Your fleet, Pandemic Horde. Your Who fleet. is this dude? He's, he's, he's an FC. Musk is one of the, one of the Panfam FCs. He's very, oh, okay. very salty. He's, he gets very yeah. upset sometimes. Yeah, he's, he's one of the angrier people I've ever encountered. He's angry. Listen, now, yeah, this I mean, was now listen, this was a U.S. time zone thing. It was like 11 a.m. on a Monday in yeah. China. 
So there was no way fraternity was going to get folks there, and that's I, that's understandable. I mean, the Horde, Horde is the biggest alliance in the game, and their best time zone is U.S. time zone. So right. it couldn't have been more favorable to them because it was their timer. They set the time, right? Like, Correct. we were playing at their home ter turf. They had capitals that they could have used to defend it that we cannot bring in because you can't bring capitals into Potsdam. Correct. They have a bunch of caps in there. Uh, it, well, it, they, they had until they moved them out. They had every advantage. And this is like this is the difference. This is why we're growing and they're getting smaller, is that they have learned all the wrong lessons by trying to be goons at home. They're trying to be goons 2016 because that's everything they wanted to be. It's why they call themselves beans instead of bees. It's why they copy all of our doctrines. It's why they do everything wrong, and it's why they're getting smaller and we're getting bigger. They're still the biggest alliance by far, Eve. I don't want to make it out like we're bigger than them because. We aren't. We're much smaller than them. We're definitely number two. But you look at the Delta, and you can see in, like the people who are leaving and the people who are joining us, there's a reason. And this is the reason in action. It is attitudes and action. We just took a fight that we didn't need to take, that we knew we were not going to do great on. We tried our best. We gave some FC's experience that we probably like wouldn't have done before. Like It was good for us, right? And it's good for the people. They have this irreplaceable, extremely valuable asset that they have a chance. Maybe it's 30%. Maybe it's 40%. Maybe it's 20%. But they certainly had a chance to win that fight. And they're not willing to take the chance when it's very important. How important does it have to be for you to take a fight where you have a chance at losing? That is the question for Horde. And it's one they can't answer because their answer is never. 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 That's what they do. I just, yeah. I, to me, it is absolutely unbelievable. Mark, would you guys have ever, as a wormhole guy, would you guys have ever just walked away from a three or four year old structure you couldn't replace that was full of guys' assets in it that you, I mean, would you guys have ever not not taken that fight? So no, no, and, and the re, I mean, we could talk about their. Um, you know, the, the difference between asset safety and a lack of asset safety and why, you know, whenever our structures are threatened, it means so much to those groups. But at the end of the day, I feel like, at least for me, even recognizing that there is a, you know, it, it, we have game planned this so many times because there have been a number of, of groups that have threatened, you know, groups my size or above or below. Uh, in wormhole space and so we've, we've game planned it and the conclusion we always came to was that it is always better even if it's just for like your pride right it's always better for the cohesion of your group if you're going to do at least the bare minimum to like put in the effort to, to to make the attempt to save a structure not just for your own stuff like i don't have enough freighters in my fort to to, to shove all those dreads in like if if the fort dies like stuff's gonna pop out that's just the way it is but I've got guys who have stuff in our fort and we, you know, we, periodically we flip the fort and we always let people know ahead of time and we try and account for everybody's assets. But you know, the bigger and bigger group gets the harder, and harder it is to do that because you just have more guys go AFK and eventually some groups just stop because it's just not worth the effort. And so those guys aren't just defending their own assets. They're defending the assets of their homies, the guys who are AFK, the guys who have other stuff going on. Cause Eve's fucking video game, and there are a few things worse than having to tell a guy who came back after being gone for a period of time for legit IRL reasons outside of his control that, hey, sorry, homie, all of your stuff is dead. Tough shit. 
There's nothing yep. worse than that. Yep. So I feel for those guys, man. I, I you know, I, I haven't experienced it myself. We've been pretty fortunate, but I know, you know, a lot of people have talked about kind of how how that feels when you come back and all your shit's gone. So for everybody now, Mus stuff, Muskie flat yeah. out says it. He's just said in the chat, Imperium plus B2 and in it had 550 plus talking. battleships. Pandafam had 330 battleships. Why would you not take that fight over Muskie, an irreplaceable bro. asset? Why not? Bro, cry is free, dude. Come on. Like, give it up. <laughs> this is not the atmosphere, man. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> Even if it's not, I mean, the bottom line for me is it's like, you. look, a throwaway chance to screw with the guys that are taking. I mean, at the very least, with that many guys there, you could have impeded the looting. You could have stopped the, the guys. The, from is the fact that that's the winning, uh, that he believes that is a winning argument, right? That, right. that guys, I just won this by, by writing these numbers. Like, uh, it's it's self-evident that we shouldn't have fought. Like, that's a this is what PanFan believes, right? And this is like the rot, right? That is, it's so non-obvious to them that, <laughs> that they should fight that when you, when he says these numbers somehow this actually justifies acting this way right that's why it's 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 hard to fathom because it's like it's like dealing with different cultures that you were so you've never been tuned into you can't understand how they think and i don't understand that i need to know and this is important are is it is it a, a fear of like losing the objective because the objective was lost or is it just a fear of, of feeding ships and having to pay out srp because, like, bro, I don't know how to tell you this, homie. And, and trust me, speaking personally, as of, like, a couple we're gonna of hours ago. We're going to get to his speed later yeah, in the show. Yeah, we're going to get to my stuff. You're going to lose ships in the spaceship PvP video game, homie. That's just the way it is. Like, you can sit here and talk all day long about, oh, well, it's a, it's, we don't want to feed. It's a tactical decision. And But, like, it, what, what are you accomplishing otherwise? You're just going to have guys sit in the fleet and, like, ah, pat them on the back. Ah, good job, bro. We'll get them next time. Like, no, you won't. There aren't any more forts in Skarkon. Like, <laughs> what's the point and, that, and that's yeah, and this is the, the, and you want to know and you want to know what frustrates me more spaceship video game and you're gonna sit around and jerk each other off what are you doing like this is what frustrates me more than anything else because then i gotta go and i gotta go argue about ansiblexes and power projection and all this kind of shit with the low set guys and the wormhole guys and the fucking Small game PvP guys who all think that everybody in Nullsec has the same philosophy as PanFam of never take a fight unless you can hell dunk or blue balls the yeah. other guys. Yeah, I'm, and he's absolutely right. that is not. My guys, I mean, when this shit happens, my guys think you guys are pussies. That's like, exactly what it that's is. That's fucked up because it's not true. Are there a lot and then they say fun? we're rotting the game from the inside yes. because none of us are willing to take fights because we're all too risk averse. We have too much stuff, but we're afraid to lose too much things and all that, uh, too Stop many things that. and all that kind of crap. Just and it's just. It's sometimes, just sometimes, you know what you got to do? You got to ask the guys in your fleet, hey, guys, what do you want to do? And I will tell you this right now, because every single time I have been in a fleet where the FC has said, guys, we're outnumbered. There's a good chance if we take this fight, we're going to feed. What do you want to do? I have never, not once in 16 years in EVE Online heard any single member of that fleet say, yeah, we better stand down. Yep. Fucking send it, dude. <laughs> not Always. once let's, let's be let's be real let's be real th th there are fights that you just you just can't take you can't be co2 for sure and take every fight because your alliance will die that's just in everyone said i want to fight no one wants to lose and i get that like yeah you, you you have like there was a fight we had on this wf keepstar when we were assaulting it a few a few months ago maybe three months ago where we were just unprepared 
they were better prepared. We showed up, and then I had to say, hey, sorry, yeah, we lost this one. Our bad, you know, our yeah. bad. But that that was an armor ref that we could reset, you know. Those, those kind of considerations do come into play. And, and I'm not going to pretend like we've never stood down from a fight. What we, what we are, like, harping on here is the fact that this is your really important asset. This is something that you can't replace. And when you don't fight for that, your guys see it. When you stand down and say, hey, we can ref this again, like, they're like, well, I'm disappointed. You know, I wish we had fought better. But, like, there are people will, will come back because we've done it before. They've come back. But mm -hmm. when you just do this on things that are important, visible symbols to your alliance that you have said over and over are important, that you formed up hundreds of times to defend, and then you don't, that's what eats at people. That's what gets you losing members. It's that kind of thing. Well, because then people start asking what is Bingo. important, right? Like yeah. this, this fort was more important than the TTT because they went off to defend this fort instead of the, the, the perimeter tower, right? Right, exactly. They yeah, so what's, the what's more yeah. important than this? Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I mean, I, that's the thing. And if you want to look, I mean, I, I'll tell you this right now. The amount of stuff that dropped from this from this Garcon Fortazar was considerable. That's and the crazy part is if they had been there, we made so much money, Chris. Uh, that is so the thing. I mean, I'm, I'm we we I, I don't know if it hit the trillion mark, but it, it was easily. in the. Do you think it hit the trillion mark? Easily? No, no, because no, I'll I, tell I don't, you, I don't mean I don't mean it's close to a trillion. I mean, did it hit two or three? Those are the questions. Wow. Right. I mean, if you will look at. So much money. Look, I mean, just this is one can. This is one. Please go ahead. This is one can that dropped all of these fully researched BPOs, including a Chimera, oh, an APOC, a bunch of like the mobile large warp disruptor alone. These are all huge. Huge, wow. huge drops, and it was obviously a fraternity member because the name uh, of the of the the can is in Chinese. So that was somebody that wasn't even there to defend it. Lost those BPOs, absolutely nuts. I'm, I'm just looking you know at screenshots saying? in the chat of yeah. loot people got. This is individual people's loot, and it's so much loot that you just it's it's impossible to to think it wasn't like closer to two trillion. I mean, first off. There Here's some T2, of the stuff that Asher's Lincoln. So there was a T2 interceptor BPO, right? <laughs> like, like uh, look at that was Aries BPO that dropped. Like, so that alone, what are those worth? Like 200 billion? I know it's a lot. Oh, easy. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, all of, all of these ships, Lechex, I mean, all yeah. kinds of stuff over here. Yeah. How long did the popback hands for? They yeah. usually we, uh, we stayed, until I, I think like noon the next dude. day. I, stayed, I stayed up to four. I stayed up till four a.m. Eastern, and it was still popping cans. We just had to like had to go. Did the uh, did the 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 jet can pop pop tie dye or was it already tie dyed down? It wasn't the, that bad. It wasn't that really? bad. Um, it was tie dyed the whole time, but you know, it was I mean, tie dyed the whole time. But it was, it never hit ten percent because we never had a fight. I think the worst it got was in the forties. Mm -hmm. You know and. I thought this this was the the best of all the the jokes uh, from Reddit last week, which was show me the real th philanthropist. That's Gobbins because he just <laughs> handed us trillions of isk worth of Pandafam's money for nothing. Beyond Knox he didn't even says in the chat the math I did last we checked was that we have seen over one point eight trillion, one point eight nine trillion. So basically one point nine trillion 
Uh, and that was before the T2 BPO. And we also right. killed, I think, like 600 billion just worth of mm. stuff that we popped out of cans and shot. That's so much money, man. Right. It, it was, it, by the way, it was so much fun. Like, I, I was, was really happy that they stood down because, all, first off, we get to make a lot of hay. And we're going to get members, in, you know, who are going to join us after they see that. I already know someone who did. It left Panfam after they saw it. So that was, like, awesome. But it was so much fun looting all that stuff. I was shooting stuff. I was popping out stuff and shooting it. I, I, I looted, like, 60 million because I was just killing Lashaks that I popped out and stuff like that. People were screeching. I mean, I'm like, nope, it's dying. Yeah, that's the it's kind of way to do it, dude. I don't care. I was going I'm to shooting all the horde cans. I was only yeah. going to horde cans and popping out horde ships <laughs> and blowing them up. <laughs> and Musky on the says, screen right Musky. now is my kill board. And you can see, obviously, the bad guys start wow. having fun because... They donated. Oh, yeah. um, this, there's, <laughs> there is uh, you. <laughs> seven seven oh, pages man. of that dead shuttles on my killboard now, thanks to the fun six six seven seven. There you go seven, and then wow. I think there there's the actual fort itself when we killed it. Yeah, seven Incredible. pages worth of shuttles on my killboard. That's so good. Thank you guys. Fuck you all very much. Anyway. Yes. So. Wow. Uh, this guy, whatever this guy's name is, the one who's really mad. And he Musky. says, this is, yeah, Musky. he says, he says, you're going to need the loot for your war bonds, AKA Ponzi scheme. Asher Elias. Can you uh, comment on this supposed Ponzi I, scheme? I love this line of attack. Like, like I, I'm happy to stand up here and admit that horde has more money and more people than us. Like mm -hmm. that, that's not, yeah. it's not, a we're not going to, we're not arguing like with you is. about that. They mm. act like it is. No, like you have more money and you have more people. It's mm. what you do with the money and people. You don't do shit. If you did anything with it, people would like you. People would want to join you. You wouldn't be losing members. Like that's, it, it's, it's insanity that these are the winning points. When we were talking about the Delve Time Unit, it wasn't like the Delve Time Unit makes us who we are. It actualizes our reality that we mine a lot of shit. It was that we use this and then we fight with it, right? That was the point. And they don't understand why we were saying it. They copy the worst parts of it. It's like you want to be an influencer like the Kardashians, so you copy Kim's voice. That is not the reason <laughs> you want to do it. Right. It's the ass. And and then I got to say, I got to say the other thing that I was laughing about was cuz you know, it when you talk about losing irreplaceable things in Eve online, it's it's a big deal and mm. there there're only a handful say like the loss of the Scarcon fort very big deal, only one of its kind. There's not going to there's not another fort in Scarcon and unless they change the rules in Pochvin there won't be. Mm. There, I think we're down to two forts left in all of Pochvin, you know. So we're not talking about a lot of these left. And that once that's done, all the caps that are in Pochvin need, are going to die or have to get are gonna, they're basically going to get insurance frauded because you can't dock them anywhere unless somebody wants to dump them in space. I don't know. I'm the dread. Uh, but the bottom line is, whenever we see irreplaceable things die, it's a sad day, especially when they don't generate a fight. And that happened twice this week. Two times this week. It wasn't just the Scarcon fort that wasn't defended. We also killed an undefended Dracus faction Fortazar in perimeter that was oh, yeah. owned by Dreddit. No fight at all. 
This thing just died. We have been, all of the NullSec powers have been in big fights with each other, and we're all still at war from the TTT nonsense. So the organization formerly known as TEST could have brought guys to come defend. I mean, they they probably would have to hire mercenaries or something because I think there's like seven of them left. But regardless, this is a Dracus Fortizar. It's a it's mm. it's the 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 one that everybody wants. This is one of the last of its kind. There will not be more of these in the game when they die. And this it, thing it, died like without a fight. It's still a Titan. It's nice to have. Maybe not yeah. necessarily the one you want, but you right. know. I was going to say. Listen, I mean, it's. it's I it's mean, it's all right. Yes, <laughs> it's it's still a faction Fortisar. It's not a Marginist, but it's still a. Fa- I like the Dracus. I like it. Looks good. But the bottom well, line is, the claw. There are a limited number of these left in the game, and them dying without a fight is is a travesty. And I just that happened twice. Two irreplaceable assets are gone and nobody had the balls to fight over them. And then I ask, and then this is what happens. Then we get asked by CCP and others, if you guys aren't willing to fight over this, what are you willing to fight over? And unfortunately for PanFam, it seems to be nothing unless they can, you know, get three times as many dudes. Anyway, I mean, yeah, that one frustrates when they feel like they have a strong advantage. That that's right. that's the only time they fight, right? And and we've seen that for the last few years. You know, we saw that in World War B. You know, we saw that obviously they started that out with three times our numbers, right? And it fell down. I mean, but they, they never you know didn't have a significant advantage. Um, and it's also why their FCs are so bad, right? And that's. That's a, it's, this is something that I always had an issue with when we were the biggest people on the block was if you always have the hammer, you'll, you'll never get better. Right. Um, you know, you'll, if you always, it's like if you had a, you know, a football team where one side had 11, the other side had 15, the, the side that has 15 people, the individual players are going to be worse. Right. Cause they don't need to work hard. That's just human nature. And when you have, when you never put yourself in a situation where you're at a disadvantage, you don't grow. You don't grow. And it's it's why they, they always get exposed when they don't have that advantage. Because, and I really shouldn't tell them this, but it's I feel like I give them obvious advice all the time and they never take it anyway. But if you put yourself at a disadvantage, if you intentionally take quote-unquote bad fights, the people who are involved with them will get better because they have to. And that's yep. something that they just don't seem to learn. And this, this was the fight we took today, and we talked about it earlier. But we fed 132 billionists to 45. They had bigger numbers than us. We took the fight anyway. And <laughs> and instantly, and the, and the thing is, it took less than like five minutes. As soon as that fort died and the battle report flipped in such a way that it really made us look bad, we get a Gobbins snarky ping. Of uh, rest in piss, Skarky Fort. This, but yeah. this dunk is for you, <laughs> Skarky. Skarky Fort. This dunk is for you. <laughs> if only was there was something he could have done about it before then. If right. only his hands weren't t- tied behind his back to somehow defend it himself. Right. But he. This is the best he could do. He had something. He offered up this dunk over this EK2 fort, which is obviously a super important one. Uh, at least he had that to give back to the people, and I'm sure. I'm sure this feels great for them. 
I'm sure it does. Now, we spent a lot of time dunking on Horde, and you've got alluded fun. to some of this stuff, but I want to bring it back because it's July. Today's July 15th. You took over control of the Imperium and Goons Form in July of 2022. Hey, I think the actual date is, is the uh, closer towards the end of the month, like the 29th. But you have been the Alliance executor of Goons for a year. You've been the Imperium head guy for a year. There have been ups and downs, but I want to hear from you. What has this year been like? Uh, a lot of hard work, right? A lot of hard work. Um, uh, you know, Kazanir has a way with words. And the way he said it was how to fix an alliance that has depression, which I thought was was a really good way to say it. Because, um, you know, after the war, a lot of the people who were in charge and who had run stuff were, were burnt out. They had done so much stuff they, and they had been playing so heavily that they just had lost the, the love for Eve. Right. Um, and they'd given so much and they had won. Right. That's the thing is they had won. And so when you're like that, you're like, well, what, what, what do I do now? You know, where, where do I go from here? Um, and, Did you ever see the movie, The Candidate? I don't, which, no, I don't think so. It's got Robert Redford in it. And he, he basically runs for the Senate and he is the underdog guy and he unseats this big incumbent and he's fighting really hard and fighting really hard and fighting really hard. And then at the end, the last scene, they're at the end of the party, everybody's gone home and he's standing there and it's just him. And he turns to the campaign manager and he says, now what? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that. And that was it. You had, you had these people who were saying, now what? And you know, they, they're, the, the love for it wasn't there because like they, there were a lot of burnt out people in charge and, and that was visible in our numbers you know when i took over the first thing i said in my first speech i said you vote with your feet right you that's how you vote in eve online you know i i i'm the executor i try to listen to everyone but but what i say is law right and there's nothing you can really do about that you can't murder me <laughs> you can't coo me really um but you can go wherever you want, right? And that is how people express their will in EVE Online. And so before I took over, we had lost about 600 real people in the last half year. And since then, we've added about 1,000 since I've taken over. We've added about 1,000 real people. So, and then- Many of whom have joined my corp, Karma Fleet, by the way. We are <laughs> free, free plug. I don't know but if it's I, your corp. Yeah. Anyway. I'm a director, Mark. Oh, yeah. okay. Sorry. Ooh, uh, it's more yeah, of power core, I would say. Um, but like a lot of our directors now are people who were not directors during World War B. They were, you know, they were here, they were fighting, but they weren't in charge. And that's, I think that's been a big difference is that people is getting fresh people and getting people in who care a lot about what we're doing and who, who have that sort of active, you know, that vigor to, to prove themselves and to do new things, right. To show, uh, put their mark on EVE Online, on Goons, on the Imperium. So that's been sort of the the biggest, my biggest challenge. There's been a lot of things that I, I, I've tried to focus on. It, it, but one of them is getting new blood, more blood, and people who are happy to be playing EVE. I really, I really, if you've, if you've worked at a place, I know probably everyone's done this. You've worked at a place where the people are competent, but they hate it. Um, and that drains my soul. I would rather work 
with enthusiastic middle like level people enthusiastic people who are pretty pretty mediocre than a super talented team of people who hate their jobs and hate being there right and obviously you want you'd rather have super talented people who love being there but uh, to me the really important thing is getting people who care about it who, who are happy to be there and who have a good attitude and that's one of the things i've talked about a lot is I want people when they see our work from the outside to say, hey, that is a cool place to be. That is a place where people like it. That is a place where people will respect you. Those kind of things are important. And especially in a video game, it, it can get, you know, uh, I, I have to deal with this a lot still. as to talk to people and say, hey, like, listen, we, we are customer service, right? <laughs> like, um, if, you want, if you want to be part of the director, if you want this job, you have to remember that your customer service and that someone's going to be complaining to you about crabbing or something, and you're going to want to tear your hair out and you're going to sort of have to say, oh, thanks, thanks for the input, right? Rather than what you'd really like to say to them. Um, but that, when you do that, it adds up. And I can see from all the metrics that we have visible that we are growing and we're doing well. And that, that's, that was my goal, and that's where we are. So I'm, I'm happy with where we are. I feel like we're ahead of where I want it to be. Um, I think there's still room for us to grow, and that, that is my goal. I'm not, we have not finished yet, but we are in a place right now where we are a lot better than we were a year ago. And that is heartening. Now, I know we're not going to talk about future plans, but let me ask you, what's next? Hmm. <laughs> I, I, don't, I know we're not going to talk about future plans. What are your I future plans? I have to plans? ask. I'm waiting to say, well, I'm not going to talk about future plans. <laughs> what, what are your future right. plans? Tell me your future. Um, like, you know, I you're mean, not going to ask speak... me future plans, but what are your future plans? Yeah. You can speak in general there. Or I, mean, I can speak in general, right? So um, the future plans are getting us in a place where um, we are able to fight on an even level with anyone in the game. And right now, I think it's pretty clear that outside of certain scenarios, that's not the case, right? But we're not far off. Um, and so, you know, I think that um, in the past, when I would do a campaign, when I, you know, before I was the leader, I would put us in a bad situation intentionally. And uh, there was like, there, there were a lot of FCs who have since quit the game that used to make fun of me. Like, oh, you would lost this fight. Like, I remember one time we brought like typhoons up to Northern Coalition territory when they lived in tribute. We brought mm -hmm. up typhoons and carriers. They had supers, they had titans, and we would lose fights. But those fights were so good for training our FCs. And these NC dot FCs would put the BR up and they're like, ha, you know, we killed 180 billion and you killed 120. We won. No, you didn't. You didn't win. Like you, you, you had a super fleet that, and then good for you. I'm glad you got to use it. I'm sure that you were happy at that moment. You got to use it, but that is not winning in EVE Online, at least in any way I define it, right? And so we are going to put ourselves in those positions where we can lose the fight. I am air quoting bigly here. Lose, lose the fight. Lose. Yeah, lose the fight, but we're going to win. And that, and what you what you saw. What you saw from those moments, that BR where we lost 180 billion and killed 120, was when they were in our space, when they were at our doorstep, and they didn't have that BR, and we did, we won. They went home. 
They yep. did not have the will to finish it. And when you inculcate that in your culture, you will win. And that's what I want to push for in the future. I want people who are there to ride and die, right? That is who I want with me. And I know the people who are with them and they will not do that. And if that sounds good to you, if you were listening to this because you wanted to hate watch and you like what you're hearing, come join us, come ride and die with us. If that's the culture you want to be in, if that's the culture you enjoy and you're like, oh, I ended up here because someone told me to join and this is not exactly what I want. We're here for you. We want those people on our side and they're joining us. So that is our future. That's what I like to hear. And that sounds to me the kind of thing that I think inspires people. That's the kind of thing that's going to want people to want to join us. And I think it's the kind of thing that's going to make sure that if we do take these fights and we do end up losing or we do end up ending up on the negative side of an ISK war, which frankly, as far as I'm concerned, doesn't matter. As long as the fun per hour is good, I'm happy with a fight. Even if we lose, I die in them all the time anyway. I think that's going to make sure that the next time the entire rest of the galaxy decides to gang up on us and come try to take our stuff, we will have the same result as it did the last time, which is we will win in the long run. And that's what I'm looking forward to. So... I try not to bloviate too long so that you can really take your time to make fun of Mark. I wanted to give you. Well, Mark that's we have we have ten minutes left in the show. Wow, so. running out of time! Oh, got <laughs> so to now so uh, we haven't had a chance to really almost, do this yet. Done. This is so this is normally Mark's epic wormhole battles of the century of the week, but this time it's Brisk's epic wormhole battles of the century of the week. I'm going to play the little graphic and then we're going to talk about Mark's favorite feed of this week. Mark's epic wormhole battles of the century of the week. So, Marky Mark, it, I mean, something happened pretty... today. Yeah. Something yeah. happened today. I'm going to pull yeah. it up on the screen. And this is funny because we were talking, Asher and, and, and Mark and I were talking before the show, obviously. And we were always laughing. We were laughing about the fact that, like, wormhole battle reports will always look something like this. Like, you've lost... On one side lost 120 billion as the other side lost 20. And there were like six ships involved. I mean, that's that's how wormholers fight, right? Yeah. But look at this, look at this. 48 billion isk lost, including Mark. What yeah. happened? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so Mark. I want to say two things before we get into Mark, this. The happened? first is that uh Zernatures are ammo. <laughs> and the second thing is I have to fit my doctrines like this so that angry mustache will stay off my dick about blue loot. Uh, it's the only thing keeping me afloat right now. So I just need you guys to kind of understand where I'm coming from. But right. so what you're seeing here is uh, a difficulty that happened earlier today. Uh, I'll paint you a very brief picture. You can scroll down to see the the really good stuff because that well, let, let me, before before you before you explain let me let yeah. me just walk this back a little bit so this battle report doesn't look too too bad it's 48 no. billion to zero obviously yeah. the zero is kind of funny they didn't they didn't kill mm. anything on the other no, side not, not one thing but i gotta say my boy not quantum one. here yeah the leshek shows up quantum a shows up as 6.45 bill on z kill but let me show you exactly what was this thing was fit with because yeah. it was worth a little bit more than that so just just a bit there's a little just, just a, a bit. little bit of purple here there's purple there purple. yeah purples purples Reds. purple a lot of red 
lot of a lot of abyssals. All of these abyssals, um, more abyssals over here. This yeah. is probably closer to a fifty billion esque Leshak. Let me just tell you. Plus, he also had yeah. he also had um, some purple loot in his cargo. Oh, he did. Cormax. Oh, he did. Uh, Zorius. So what? Terry. Yeah. Oh, Shelms. oh my goodness. Shelms. Yeah. Uh, in the so, low, he had he had a Cormax there. He had other stuff. Look in here in the cargo. Look, there's another Cormax in the cargo. So here's here's wow. kind of the thing I've I've always told wow. people is that it is. Um, mama didn't raise no bitch. True, clearly. true, clearly. Uh, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, as fate designs that you just got a full send, right? And what we saw in this instance was a Phoenix Navy just kind of lurking in space, um, by itself. And we had just been baited, uh, down another chain. Uh, we had just come home and we had taken some bait. Uh, it wasn't good for us. Uh, we did get slapped in that engagement too. Went to go kill a Kronos. Suddenly there were like 30 Eos's and Ishtars right on top of us. It was messed up. But so we um, we saw this. We saw a Tempest rolling a connection that was into our, our home hole. And we went to go kill the Tempest. We jumped through and they see the PNI on the other side. Uh, so we scan it down, warp to it. And when we land, I want to I tell you something about what we experienced here because I, I couldn't help but laugh, and I know that he's going to have a video out about it, so you guys are going to see this eventually, too. This is iBeast. Uh, it was iBeast in the Phoenix Navy, or Eddie uh, Eddie Next Wormhole was in the Phoenix Navy, I think. I might be wrong about that, but either way, it was their group. Um, they are extremely good at the game. They're very, very good at the game. Uh, probably the best I've run into personally. Um, they're, they're real, real good. So what it was... Uh, we, we land on grid, we tackle, you know, the, the Phoenix. So you're saying this up. was a skill issue, Mark. Is that what well, you're saying? I'm, I'm saying it was a, it was a lot of issues. Brisk, oh, all right. right okay. All right. I got so it. So the I biggest issue that we ran into was that we, uh, we warped in thinking it was going to be Hoff fit. Um, because that's usually what you see with PNIs in wormhole space. Cause you can't apply, uh, XL missiles to subcaps. Or so I thought. Or you thought. Or so I thought. Yeah. So, turns out, uh, you can. There's, there's, there. The tech exists, and what, what we experienced was. I need you to. I need you just to. So I'm five boxing, right? I got five clients up. Can I you got, zoom in on this battle report? Yeah, you got to yeah, zoom in. You I'm zooming in. in. So in I, I'm, I got five tunes up. I'm doing different stuff. <laughs> One of my accounts, Mark. Mark is going back to get. A Zernitra, right? Because how many how many tunies did you have up? I had five tunies. Mark five is tunies? going back to get okay. a, a Zernitra, uh, because I want to nuke the the PNI, and if it's Hoffit, then it can't really do shit to the uh, to the Zern, right? I just saw the tech. It's at the very bottom of the BR that Brisk is showing right now. The yeah, uh, you're gonna want to yeah yeah. So anyway, uh, I go back to get a Zern. One of my accounts is in a Lashak on grid shooting the PNI, and I look back over to the account. And I, I'm watching it, and suddenly I get red boxed by the PNI, and I'm like, all right, I got to broadcast, right? So I go to broadcast, and as I'm doing that, my, this is an amuleted Lashak. These aren't cheap Lashaks. I mean, you can look. Uh, one of the, I don't, actually don't know if that tune ended up on the, no. One You're of the my, first was, one to die, by the way. Yeah, I know. Trust me. Yeah, it's, it was a whole thing. Mara, there it is. That was the look. Pull that, pull that fit up real quick. I want to show you, like, this is not some t some t2 garbage at the very top that one yeah click that one okay so 
just spoke yeah and spinning an, there you go yeah she had an amulet in uh this character was volleyed into half armor with a single volley of XL cruises i had yeah. never experienced anything like it before in my life it was it, it, it turns out that like two 93 webs on you probably well allow those to apply and, and nice. the golem so, the target painters probably yeah so it. it was yeah it was, <laughs> it was a lot of things uh <laughs> It was the, the the webs obviously were were legit. It they had a, a an armor paint golem uh, on grid catching reps from the lift, right? Uh, that that helped too. I <laughs> I mean I've seen ships under like Zernature guns and Zernature. I've seen deep, some right? shit. I have never seen anything like this before in my life. I was volleyed to half armor and then to like ten percent armor and then I was dead and that was it. That was it. It was horrifying. I I was like the moment that happened I should have like said something but I was I I thought for a second like you were stun locked yeah well yeah right. I, I thought like oh maybe I forgot to turn my plate back on because like sometimes you turn your plates off going back to wormholes because of mass issues correct I thought well maybe maybe I just fucked it up because I'm like there's no way there's no it was way. at this moment Mark yeah. realized he'd fucked up but I still was like okay well that's fine we've got ships on grid we've got you know guardians they could probably keep the the rest of the fleet up. I'll just send the Zernature over there, pressure the lift. We'll be fine. We can kill stuff. I was very wrong. But not. Yeah. I was very wrong. So so when you brought the Zern out, who were, yeah. were you shooting at the, the Phoenix Navy issue or were you just finished shooting at the facts? I shot the Phoenix Navy issue first. Okay. Um, because at this point, I'm thinking like, because we had, so the, the other guys who showed up on this BR, Turbo Miners, he's the guy who baited us earlier, by the way. Great bait. Uh, but he's, this guy is like one dude and maybe some of his friends, they massive multi-boxes. Like each guy's probably got like 15 accounts up, probably more. I don't know. And he was still in chains. So he's like, Hey man, we'll come help. Uh, just like keep tackle up. And so I'm like, okay, so we just, all we had to do is keep up the, the hick and you know, the dictators as we can. No big deal. So he's burning over and I'm thinking, well, if this guy's on grid, I got the Zern coming. Like we just, we, I've seen now what this thing can do to subcaps. I'm like, I'm about to send this dude in to get swamped by this PNI. I absolutely have to do something to the PNI. Um, you can't, there's an nature is not enough to kill a PNI. I think we just went to an ad too. So it sucks, but either way, the Zernitra is not enough to kill a PNI. PNIs are cracked. They are cracked. They're so good. Uh, and sure enough, sure enough, uh it was it was too much for me uh certainly was too much for my my poor triple or uh entropic sink zernitra that tanks less than a wet paper bag um so yeah we got we got smoked absolutely memed on like that's a meme fit what they did was a meme but did, it's did, did you learn oh, something there you go. that's what we were talking about you know i learned to not leave my house yeah, yeah. like yeah. It, it was a lot of i want to say this too though it uh... was it was so much fun I feel like a lot of times you engage in fights like that and like, it's kind of frustrating. Like you can't really find an edge anywhere and you go back and forth and it takes a while. You don't really accomplish anything and you leave and you're like, well, this was fucking stupid. Like, why do we do this? The way this happened was so dramatic and so like profoundly different than anything I've experienced in all of my time in wormhole space. I, I laughed Mark, like pause for minutes. a second. Hold on oh. a second. Hold what you're saying. Because people are still getting ads. Listen, guys, oh, right, yeah. I apologize. We have zero control over the ads on the show. 
It's which so puts them in every certain amount of time, and we can't turn them off. We would love to turn yeah, them sucks. off. If you so want to turn them off, yeah, and this is a technical thing, but can you pre, can you roll ads intentionally to disable that? Because I think they, that's a they, thing. We have to figure out how to do it, but I don't know how to do it when we're doing the show because the way that we do it, I think the way that they set it up is if we do an hour, they roll a bunch of ads. So if I ever hit an hour, I got to like stop and wait until we're finished and then we can keep going. The goal usually is to keep it under an hour so the ads aren't there as often. And then the other thing is if you want to get around the ads, and I hate to sound like a fucking show, but I'll sound like it anyway. The only way to get around the ads is to sub to the stream. All right. So I just threw threw Mark a sub. You know, if you're going to watch the show long enough, you don't want to be stuck with these ads. If we're putting out a good product that you want to see every week, throw that in there so you don't have to see the ads. Just saying. We get almost nothing from the ad revenue. And the money that we do get from the stream gets plowed back into the stream anyway. Nobody makes any money off of off of Yeah, if I have like 100 people on my stream and I run, run an ad, I get like four cents. Right, it's bullshit. Like, yeah, that, it's, that is all money for Twitch. That is It's for not them. worth anything. <laughs> it's not worth anything. So anyway, yeah. hopefully that little, my ad pitch here will get us across the rest of the ads, and now you can finish with your story. So all I'm saying is that it was I it was the kind of feed that happens and you just kind of have to like get up and walk away for a little bit, which is what I did. I went and took a nap. It was great. Uh well, I, he, he first he pinged me and asked for a loan. That was I, yeah, funny. I did I'm yeah, I do lie. need I do need some money for yeah. a couple different reasons, obviously. Uh, but the biggest one is that my whole oh boy, my SRP wall is gonna suffer pretty hard after this. So uh, not Do saying you have some collateral. Yeah. Is that, yeah. is that all? Do you have, have any collateral? No. How about this? How about this? How about this? I will and wait for it. Are you ready? I will sell out and push to strengthen, uh, ansiplexes. Hey, there you go. I'll, there I'm you well, go. I, that's, that's I a will, great idea. I will sell Absolutely. out for some money. No. Uh, yeah, we, I mean, it's, um, you know, this is just the way it goes in wormhole space. Sometimes uh, things go well for you. Uh, sometimes uh, you get kicked in the dick. It's Can just, I ask uh, a dumb, uh, unfamiliar with wormhole question? Please. I, I know. I've, I know you can get a cap into a wormhole, like if it's a big mm. enough mass. Can you build a capital in a wormhole? Yeah. Or do you need? Yeah, we have the same. We have the same industrial bonuses that you guys do. Okay. So, so it you, actually, you, it makes you just it... can't do supers without the IHUB upgrade. So there's no Correct. supers, but you can do regular yeah. caps inside a wormhole. You can't build supers because you need you need saw. Yeah, I I, I have upgrade for supers. Right, 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So 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 like theoretically, you could because I know some holes have just tons of caps. You could have you know three hundred dreads in your Correct. own hole, right? A lot of groups and, do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you guys have a something like that? Is that a thing that you guys have? Are you asking I mean, what my home defense looks like? Am I asking like secret intel here? Like yeah. I don't know how. Most groups. So I would say that uh, I mean we definitely have dreads. Clearly, I've lost them all the time. Uh, it's, that's no secret. I, we probably don't have nearly as many as as I wish we would because right. we fucking feed those things constantly. But there are certainly groups that have like, I mean, there are groups that have had um the 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 ones that are really nuts are the groups that have lived in like C fours because you'll go in, you can't move uh, capitals into C fours because they don't have Excel connections anywhere. Uh, so they'll build them, you know, they'll sit down Asbel, build them in whole and they can't do anything with them. So they just sit there forever. So a lot of times, and that's why for the longest time, groups like hard knocks and inner hell went after C4 groups because they'd have these forts just fucking chock full of caps that they can't exfil. So they have to be somewhere in there. Uh, and then, you know, they either undock and fight with them or they, they, you know, 
they die right when they pop out of the fort so yeah right i i certainly i'll tell you this asher as somebody in uh uh lord trenchard made a good point in chat uh, in terms of how many dreads we have in our home hole, we have one less today than we did yesterday. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So, one that makes less. sense. That, that math checks one out. Less. Yeah, yeah, it sure does. So one it less. was a lot of fun. Listen, I, and I guess this is kind of the point that I was making earlier too. Like, I'll take that fight every single day. Like, yeah. I, oh, I, yeah. I know that like, it's super easy to meme on. And like, I've memed on myself a lot since then. Uh, but if you see a Phoenix Navy in a vulnerable position, like if you don't go for that, you're fucking coward and you, you're no son of mine. You know what I mean? Like you, you gotta, you gotta fucking go for it, man. You, you full send. And if you win, you win and it's great. And if you lose, then it sucks. But then you like go crab a little bit and bada bing, bada boom. You're back in action just there a little bit later. So just that, or you just, you're asked your stream partner for a loan or something. I mean, it just happens. Yeah. If, I mean, you know, oh, yeah. There's if, ways uh, to fix it. it. If anybody's feeling a little generous, old, old uh, Mark Resurrectus could use a little bit of money right now. I got to pay out a lot of SRP. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I thought about submitting my uh, my SRP bill to Oz's uh, Shark Tank show. That would be pretty do, good. Do, do you SRP those uh, Cormax mods? Is that is that something you give out? <laughs> we we uh. probably will not uh, SRP the Cormax. Uh, yeah. We'll probably he'll probably get. So generally, the way we do it is, uh, and this is, I mean, this is not really a secret. A lot of groups do this. We'll do like fifty percent of the fit plus the ship um and then like we're, we're working on getting pods too because we want guys in pods uh but we're not quite there yet so um, so you're gonna basically owe quantum 25 bill by the end of this whole thing is what you're saying uh, he saying. sure would like that yeah he would definitely <laughs> like that uh, <laughs> nice. uh, uh, so i mean if no, you're a battleship fun. it's pretty hard to lose uh it's pretty hard to lose the pod the implants you know if uh, yeah they you're had, gonna get out you gotta frigate you know just they walk had a, away they as soon a, as you can the vindicator was sitting right on top of us uh, uh-huh. as smart bombing. He had a full rack of smart bombs, uh, uh, which was yeah, which that, is that fucking helps. wild. That helps. So you know, yeah. there you go. Good times. Good Sounds like they were pre- pre- pretty prepared. I hope you learned they're, something. They're, they're I got to give them credit. So they they not they only so baited good. you guys hard. That yeah, was that was they're, they were masturbating. I don't want to sound like I'm sucking their dick or anything, but like they were they are among the best. Like. The most cohesive group with their because the numbers weren't crazy. I mean, I don't, I don't remember what the BR said. Yes, I do. I have it pulled up here right in front of me. What am I talking about? They only had like 10, 15 characters on grid, but like it's so well optimized and everything is so well planned out. Like, even when they kind of fuck up and they like things don't quite go the way they want them to, it, it does not make a lick of difference. Yeah, they're so good. All right. And that's, I so, guess, that's the thing that made it like okay, like tolerable for me is that, you know, if, so if you're gonna get your ass played. kicked, at least you got your ass kicked yeah, by the 27 Yankees good. or something. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got your ass exactly. kicked by a good team. You don't feel too too bad nah, about it. Just saying. Yeah. Anyway, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we've reached the end of the show. I would like to say thank you, a big big meta show thank you to our man Asher Elias, the uh, Goons Forum executor, for showing up today and taking our questions and having a good time. Thank you for being here, Asher. We very much appreciate it. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Hell yeah, dude. All right, Mark. Any Chris? final words before we get out of here? Uh, love each other. Hold your hold your loved ones close, and stay as far away as you can from that wormhole. Specifically, it is absolutely cursed. That one's going to uh, get you good. That one's yeah, going to get you Mark's good. Shout out to Mark's SRP fund. Shout out to my he's, SRP. Yeah. Fund. There you go. All right, and from from the Meta Show, a couple of INN highlights I want to bring to your attention to make sure you are paying attention. The Imperium News Network. We are streaming a lot more than we used to. We've got a ton of good programming coming up over the next few weeks. First of all, one, obviously, 
the Meta Show every Saturday, Push to Talk every Saturday. These are our anchor shows. They've been around a very long time. Next Friday, this Friday night coming up, we'll be starting a Dungeons & Dragons game that will be televised live on INN. And we'll be giving away Logitech, our newest sponsor, will be giving away some swag to all you guys. You're going to have a chance to, to pick between one Logitech uh, peripheral that you want to get if you win the uh, if you win the the giveaway that will be Friday night, so check that stream out here on INN. In addition, I also want to highlight my good friend Betty Rage has started streaming Wednesday night faction warfare stuff. In addition, Mark and Mafune are also doing Wednesday night wormhole stuff. Hell yeah! And then Thursdays we have Theta Thursday. King Wolf has been streaming Diablo 4, among other things. We've got a bunch of different content here on INN for you guys throughout the week. And then, all as always, we cover breaking news around New Eden as it's happening. So, right now is the best time. If you have not been hanging out at INN or if you've been watching the Meta Show and that's the only thing you watch on INN, please take a look at all of the other programming that we provide during the week. If you think we're doing a good job, you want to throw us a little help, a subscription never hurts, especially if you got that Bezos bucks out there and you want to spend that Twitch Prime sub on INN. We'd love to have you. And I'd like to say, as always, thank you guys for being the best audience in New Eden. And thank oh, you yeah. for playing our favorite video game, EVE Online. From all of us here at the Meta Show, today has been the Meta Show for July the 15th, 2023. I'm joined alongside Mark and Asher Elias. I'm Brisker Ball, and you stay classy, New Eden.